What is up, everyone? I'm Ryan from Fireside Yankees, and we had a we had not really a double header, kind of like two games going on at the same same time. Some split squad action, spring training. Yankees came away with a win in both of those games. Not that spring training wins and losses matter, but there was a lot of good to see uh, on the field for the Yankees today. Uh, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to catch the Braves game, and Nick was fortunate enough to catch the Blue Jays game. Uh, you know, I think I mean I was very impressed by what I saw today from certain guys. Uh, I mean. Uh, before I get into things, because I can, I mean, this is going to be a really fun episode. Nick, how are you doing today, my friend? I know that you got to see Big Cheese get a couple knocks today, so I know you're excited to talk about Yankee baseball. But how are you doing today, my friend? I'm great. I'm great. Like you said, lots of lots of good, lots of positives from today's games. There was only literally, I think, one negative across the board for two games, and that was Matt Bowman, who will probably be sent to the moon after this game. Um, but no one's really watching spring training games to see how good Matt Bowman looks, so it's okay. Um, other than that, yeah, the narrative ball today was going wild. Like every player we like and we talked about here on the channel, your boy Andre Shaparo, my boy Elijah Dunham, everyone was doing their job today. Um, it was just an offensive explosion. They had what? I think 16 runs between the two games. Yeah, not only that, I mean, I mean, I know that there were more score- runs scored in that Blue Jays Yankees game with a nine to five finish, but the Yankees nearly no hit the Braves. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, you're not going to sit here and say because the Yankees almost no hit the Braves, like the Braves are like not good or the Yankees pitching staff like the greatest of all time. But you know, we got to see Clark Schmidt start today, and he showed off that new cutter. Dude, that cutter is nasty. It's sitting, yeah. you know, 92 miles an hour. It's got good uh, cutting action. It was able to help him get a bunch of strikeouts and called strikes. He struck out five batters of the six he faced today and then got a, a soft contact on the other one. I think it was a ground ball. So, you know, I, I think that the cutter was – I mean, that was a pitch that they were hyping up a lot. They were talking about the cutter as soon as camp started. Look at this cutter. This cutter's so good. It's such a good pitch. It lived up to that hype, right? It lived mm-hmm. up to those expectations in my mind. It was just as good as advertised. That pitch yeah. is money. That pitch might win him that fifth starting job. That's how good of a pitch it is. And it's kind of made the four-seam fastball obsolete. And if anyone's followed Clark Schmidt, if anyone's looked at the trends with Clark Schmidt, his biggest problem is his fastballs. He never really had a really good fastball. His four-seam fastball is atrocious. Um, and kind of being able to scrap it or just kind of put it on the back burner and throw the cutter more against lefties, that's going to go a long way for getting swings and misses, getting called yeah. strikes, getting soft contact. I was thoroughly impressed with Clark Schmidt today. Yeah, he threw it like 35% of the time today as well. So he was getting a ton of usage out of it, and it's good to see that because, I mean, anytime you learn a new pitch or you're implementing a new pitch in the arsenal, you're going to want to test it out as much as you can in spring. I mean, what better time to test it out than when the games don't really matter? So I was very happy with Clark today. Um, in the Blue Jays game, Johnny Brito had a great start as well. Both innings, he gave up leadoff doubles in the innings, and then he just worked around the trouble. So got to give him a lot of credit for showing some grit and resiliency there. He struck out two guys in two innings, was touching 96 of this fastball. Um, we also, in that game, got to see Drew Thorpe pitch, which is great. He looked really solid. Um, I was very impressed with Demarcus Evans as well, who came in and threw an inning of baseball. Uh, has a great sweeping, like almost 12-6 curveball. That's like 76, 77 miles an hour. Um, he was on his A game. So all in all, dude, I think that just across both games, it was just really impressive to see a lot of these young guys do their thing. And some of the older guys that are trying to potentially play for a roster spot, like Willie Calhoun, had a really great day today as well. I mean, Calhoun went two for three with a double and uh, two RBIs. Um, He also made a nice little play out there in left field. Like, that's the thing. We know Willie Calhoun can hit the baseball. That's not the problem. The problem is, can Willie Calhoun really do anything else? So hopefully this spring he can kind of keep tying it together and stringing together some good performances and maybe nab that fourth outfield spot or DH backup spot, whatever. Yeah, and, you know, 
again, the veterans today I think look really good. We saw a lot of really good young arms today, you know, on top of not just uh, Clark Schmidt, who I talked about, you know, Davey Garcia looked good today. He did. Um, five Ks as well. Didn't he have five Ks too in two innings? Uh, no, I think, it, I think that was D, uh, Schmidt. I think he had two strikeouts in two innings with a walk. Um, we got to see Albert Abreu pitch a scoreless inning. And then we got to see two guys who pitched on the Somerset Patriots. We were both part of that championship team. One of them from the Joey Gallo trade in Clayton Beater, who struck out three guys with two walks over two innings. He was throwing some high-octane gas. He looked great. Um, and Will Warren. I mean, I know he didn't have any strikeouts. He gave up a hit, and he had no walks. All I mean, I'm pretty sure it was all ground balls for the contact. His movement is, I mean, it's he has two elite pitches in that sinker and that uh, slider. The sweeping slider is, I mean, it's it's incredible. It's a mid-80s slider with incredible sweep. You typically don't see that, right? Like, that's not normal. You don't see, I mean, it's classified as a sweeper. StatCast has changed uh, the slider. Uh, you know, modif- the way they label sliders now is completely different than they do before. They have specific sweepers. Um, you know, 85.4 miles an hour, you know, averaging, you know, 16 to 17 inches of horizontal uh, sweep, sometimes in some cases over 18 inches. He looked great. The sinker kind of has similar movement, but just in the opposite direction. So I think he looked really impressive. I think he looks like a guy you can say, this might be the best pitching prospect in the Yankee system. And it's not because the system's weak, but because this guy's really good. Um, but I think yeah. one player that we saw in today's game against the Blue Jays, we cannot go without talking about him. There's no way we can avoid it. Anthony Volpe looked incredible today. Anthony Volpe looked every part as good as you could imagine. He was polished. He had made, you know, solid contact. He was putting the ball in play. He was stealing bases. I think he just looked like he looked so refined. He looked so, um, how do I put it? He looked so professional uh, and so prepared. And, you know, I was anticipating for him, not, not saying that this game reflects and that means that that reflects on his ability to be a major leaguer right now, but it does show us that there's a lot of really polished aspects to his game, right? Yeah. You know, they pitched out on him, and he still stole second, and it wasn't even close. There, there wasn't a question he was going to get there in time. No. Nick, and then the next pitch after, he stole third. <laughs> yeah. You know, Nick, you, you got to see him play today. I mean, what would you say – like, how, how would you describe how Volpe played today? You know, what what makes you excited for Anthony Volpe going forward, either whether it's breaking the, with the team in camp or potentially getting, uh, you know, his feet more wet in AAA? I mean, the the biggest thing that stepped uh, pops off the page to me is that he just plays the game like a kid. He plays it like it's a child's game, and he's just out there to have fun, and the results will come as they may. You don't really see him out there pressing. It doesn't look like he's trying to do too much. He's not trying to always send one into the seats. He's just basically looking for his pitch, being aggressive, and trying to get on base any way possible. And we saw that today. I mean, the problem is, is that you got Oswald Peraza, who also went one for two today with the walk, and he's still also playing quite well. So now you have all this hype behind Volpe. You've got all this hype behind Peraza. That, like, I'm not going to say I feel bad for IKF because, I mean, at the end of the day, when you lose your job to better players, that's the nature of the sport. But I, it's like IKF, if he, if he gets even so one or two starts to begin the season, people are going to riot. Like, look at, how, look at how much talent this Yankee system has. Even Trey Sweeney hit a double today. Um, second base prospect, Jesus Bastidas, hit an absolute tank shot today. He went back to back with um, Carlos Narvaez, or maybe it was Christian Narvaez. I, I think it's Carlos. Carlos. Yeah, no, you got yeah, it right. It's Carlos the first Narvaez. Um, they both did the back to back, and that was sick. And then uh, right after that, there's another base hit right after that. I think it was a uh, Volpe hitter got a single right after Bastidas' home run. So the boys are out swinging, and they're actually trying to play for a spot. And it's nice to see because it's very refreshing. I mean, the stars of today's games were all young guys. Like you take away Willie Calhoun's solid performance, and everyone else really. I mean, Glaber Torres had two base hits again, but Glaber Torres is what we're expecting to see this from. 
Uh, no one's expecting Jesus Bastidas to hit no doubt home runs where the left fielder doesn't even move on him. But that's what I loved about watching the game today. I mean, Volpe, again, he just, everything he did, he did right. He also made some nice plays at shortstop as well. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned it. The Yankees, the Yankees kind of, they had, they had some bombs today. I mean, I, the, the ones hit by Narvaez and uh, by Bastidas were long gone. The one hit by Andre Shaparo was, I mean, that ball was nuked. 107 miles, we finally got the uh, exit velocity. 106.7 miles an hour. That's... I mean, dude, that's that's some really good exit velo. That's that, that's gonna that's gonna that that's definitely gonna impress people. Um, you know, another guy who's kind of hitting the ball pretty hard today. Your boy Elijah Dunham, right? He had two balls uh, hit over 100 miles an hour today. One at 102.1, that was a ground out. The other one, 103 miles an hour for a single. This is a guy who you know you don't look at for great raw power, but you know there are a lot of guys who can build raw power through the minor leagues and kind of you know get a little bit stronger, whatever it may be. You know, there are pulled everything today too, right? Exactly. Everything was pulled right. He got one right through the shift, even though like there's no shift. They're like you, you know, like the new new yeah. shift era where they're still standing Limited on one side shift. of the infield, deep back. Yeah, um, it's like a drift, I guess, is what someone called it. I think it was yeah. the Blue Jays announcer called it the drift instead of the shift. Um, and then he also made a great play in right field today too. He had a play where it was hit out to right field, and he was like backtracking. Then he got twisted around and had to dive out and catch it. Um, he played really well. He was also trying to steal bases as well, but. Um, one, uh, that one inning against um, Julian Fernandez, where he walked like three guys in a row. Dunham was trying to steal a bag, and he just ended up having, getting a waltz into second base anyways. Um, it was a great day for the narratives. Just a great day for the narratives. Absolutely. The Chappie bomb was insane. Like, again, I don't the, the pure torque he swings the bat with is just so much, like, untapped power. And it's like, hey, you give this guy a couple of at-bats at the major league level, he's going to reward you. Um, same with Dunham, our guy, Brandon Lockridge also hit a two run triple today. Uh, we got to meet him last year at the Somerset Patriots creator night with Eli Fishman. Um, he had a good game. Like everyone that played, I, I feel like did something. There's maybe a couple of guys that are like, Oh, like there's no real like production, but for the most part, everyone got involved. Like there's so many hits in the game today against the Blue Jays, 16 hits for the Yankees against the Blue Jays. Yeah, and, you know, a big thing about this with the Yankees is, you know, we're early in spring training. You're not looking for guys to have insane command on day one, right? Yeah. We saw some of that game with the Phillies, right? There were a lot of guys who their stuff was there. It was nasty. The, the command just wasn't there yet. Uh, but I feel like today was like, it was not like, dude, a lot of these pitchers looked like they were... Like, Clark Schmidt looked like he had been throwing for a while, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Brito, I know, threw in the Winter League, so I'm not too, like... Not saying I'm not too impressed. I'm not too like surprised that he looked the way no. he did. He the also slider was, looked great too. Right. He added some mileage on the slider. I wrote about this in an article, uh, you know, talking about Brito, where his fat his slider velocity, it's not a sweeping slider. So for it not to have a uh for it to one not have a lot of movement is not great if it's being thrown in the low eighties. He bumped up the velo on that today. It was you know, in in the high mid 80s, I think that's going to be good for him going forward. Um, you know, he gave up a couple of hits, but he didn't give up any runs. He hold, held it down. He got a few strikeouts. Um, the changeup is his money pitch. That's the pitch he's always going to really be rocking with. Um, you know, I'm I'm personally uh, I view him as someone who's going to be a pretty good depth starter for this team. Um, you Agreed. know, yeah, his he velocity is impressive. You know, the velocity is really impressive out of camp uh, for a lot of these guys. So I'm really, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to see Brito. Uh, I know no. the first appearance from Vasquez. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're I good. Know the you're first good. appearance from Vasquez wasn't great by him. I mean, we had the Vasquez Mauricio, Vasquez Mauricio, yeah, little uh, tandem going there in spring training, which is what makes spring fun too. Can't do that in a regular game. I'm sure everyone should know that. And if you didn't know that, now you do. 
Um, but that was pretty funny to see. And I think once he pitches more and gets a little bit more innings on his arm, he'll kind of come around and we'll see more of what makes him so touted. But I think he and Brito are in that same breath together. Like, I think they're, they're two guys that could be easy depth pieces for starting if we need spot starts. Um, they could also be just good guys that we could bring up in potential long relief roles. Like, there's, it's so annoying because I know the Yankees are going to roll with Domingo Herman, and for whatever reason, there's a lot of fans out there that think Domingo Herman is really good. So it's like, all right, well, I guess we can have Domingo. But at this point, Domingo Herman is fighting for a spot more than a lot of people want to give him credit for. Like, he's not just going to be handed that fifth, spot, uh, fifth starter spot, nor will he just be handed the long relief spot in the bullpen. He's got to earn it just like everyone else. And Clark Schmidt today came out with a statement. He walked out there in the first round and threw a couple of uppercuts. And now we got to see what Domingo can respond with. Oh, yeah. No, the Yankees. I mean, Clark Schmidt today, I'm sorry. Like, if this, like, the way it, the way I was already, my opinion coming into camp was that Clark Schmidt was a better pitcher. The yeah, way he looked today, the way he looked today, it is really hard for me to sit here and tell someone that there is someone uh, that that Domingo Herman should be put in the rotation over him. His stuff today It'd be was really crazy if they did it. If, it was, if he pitches yeah. like this all spring, especially like I know he's not going to throw like shut out the entire. Well, he actually may. I mean, it'll Maybe. be interesting to see how many innings he gets. But if Clark Schmidt logs say nine, twelve innings this spring and he gives up like one run, there should be no question in the Yankees' mind as to who their fifth starter is because it's right there, staring them in the face with a new cutter that he's going to throw at least a third of the time. Yeah, and, you know, the cutter, again, the cutter was, I mean, the way it was located and used too, you know, he was he missed a few times with it, you know, out of the zone, whatever. But when he threw that pitch in the zone, it was getting called strikes. Guys were swinging at it, and that's kind of the point of this pitch. It's supposed to be there for guys to swing at it, right? I don't think people realize that, you know, not that I don't think people realize, but when Clark Schmidt's adding a cutter to his repertoire, it's not just a matter of trying to get a good pitch. It's not a matter of just, you know, you want a pitch to improve things that you don't do well. One of those things Clark Schmidt doesn't do well is getting chases. Clark Schmidt doesn't get guys to expand from their strike zone very much because of that, because yeah. of the fact that he has a lot of movement, you know, east and west. You kind of see a little bit of a different shape on the slider, too. I don't know if you noticed this. He, he you know, he, he cut down some of the horizontal movement on it. I don't know if he's going to go with the curveballs, more of the sweepy pitch, you know, that has a lot of more uh, that horizontal movement. And then the slider is a little bit more of a hybrid between a sweeper and a, and a, and a hard slider. Um, you know, that might work from a little bit more just for getting. Um, out of zone swings quite frankly I mean he just looked really damn good today uh, the, you know yeah. and, and again the contact against him I mean it was one batted ball like guys just weren't they just they, they couldn't touch him today no it was it was just overall like I think it was if, if the Yankees have baseball if this is a regular season game today worth of a, like a day not not just the fact that it'd be we wouldn't have a double header um well actually we may have a double header this year at some point who knows you know how baseball goes rainouts, all that shit but if we had a day like today in a regular season game, it would be the talk of the town. I mean, it was arguably perfect baseball from the Yankees today. And that's what I love to see. I mean, the guys that were performing today were guys that we all were like excited to see this spring. Volpe, Chaparro, Dominguez yesterday. Parazza did well today. Glaber's been on one to start this already. Um, Donham, we got Lockridge that did well. Uh, Jose Trevino hit a grand slam. So like all the guys that we love, did their job, and that's kind of the great thing. It's just perfect for narrative ball, dude. Can't make it up. The the best way to put to summarize this on my end, because this is kind of my life. My this is I, I. There's so much good I can say, but I yeah. don't want to sit here for an hour telling people how gal. Because I could literally, I could sit here for two hours talking about how good today was for the Yankees in terms of how guys looked and all that stuff. But my final thoughts, really, the boys were bopping today. The boys were yeah. bopping. 
The boys went out there and they bopped. And they bopped in Dunedin. They bopped in uh, uh, in on George um, Steinbrenner Field. They bopped. They were the boys were bopping today. And as you mentioned, Peraza and Volpe, man, the, if these two, I want these two to just fight it out for that shortstop job. I don't. I these two kids are really. I mean, Peraza didn't have as impressive of a day as Volpe in terms of the stat sheet, but yeah. the walk he worked today, getting a single, like he played just really good baseball, right? And that's kind of yep. what I'm looking for for Peraza. You know, I don't think he's gonna blow me up on the stat sheet. I don't think he's gonna blow me away with the WRC plus or blow me away in the slugging department or the OBP department or whatever it may be. He's. I. I just need him to be pretty good. And the defense will, and the base running will handle most of the value. Yeah. If he's just solid, give me be like a solid seventh or eighth hitter in a lineup, and give me the defense and base running. I want you there. And Volpe, we finally got to see him at the leadoff spot. Volpe's a leadoff hitter. Volpe's a yeah, leadoff I mean, in this team. Yeah, absolutely, point. especially for how he approaches the plate. Like he goes up there looking to swing and be aggressive. I do think he's going to have good splits in terms of his walk strikeout numbers. But what I like about him is that he reminds me of Glaber Torres in the way that he goes up there and he's trying to be active early on, not let the pitcher establish a rhythm. And with the pitch clock, it's an even better strategy to go up there and pitch, uh, hit like that. So, I mean, the first pitch of the game today, he hit a 107-mile-an-hour lineout. So it's like, well, that's good. That's what you want to see. You don't want the pitcher to settle in and get something rolling. You want the batter to take the advantage and have the upper hand. So Volpe seems to be doing that already. And he's done that for a while. The only thing that we've talked about this a lot in the past, um, some episodes with Alex especially, he mentioned this, that Volpe is a bit of a slow starter out of the gate for the regular season. Happened in AA and in AAA when he was up in AAA last year. But when he comes around, he comes around. So if this year he can start hot in spring and carry that over to the regular season, who knows? Maybe he nabs a spot right out of the gate. I wouldn't be shocked at all. Yeah, and you know, a big thing too with his performance today, he was hitting the ball hard. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, not saying that Anthony Volpe has no power, but a, a, a criticism of Anthony Volpe in the minor league level has been the raw power. The raw power maybe isn't there. One hundred and six point four miles an hour. One hundred and five point nine miles an hour. Ninety eight point six seven miles an hour. Ninety two point eight miles an hour. That's hitting the ball pretty damn hard. Um. I don't know if he's added any muscle over the offseason. I don't know if he'll hit a new max exit velocity this spring training. It's certainly possible. If this is, I, I hope people understand, you know, he topped out last year at 107.6 in max exit velocity. He reached 106.5 in his first game of spring training facing a guy. And it's not like he hit it off of someone who hasn't pitched a major league level. If I'm not mistaken, that was hit off of Brad, uh, of either Nate Pearson, Luke Bard. It was all these guys have all pitched a major league level. Meza, Romano, Pearson, Bard, Fernandez, Peacock. Both Fernand, I don't yeah, know if Julian Fernandez He hit, he hit, Fernandez he hit the 106 line out off of Meza, and then he hit the other base hit. Um, I believe it was actually, let me see here. Yeah, the, 10, no, the 106.4 was against Pearson. Pearson, I'm not saying Pearson's a good major league pitcher. Oh, no, but, he, had, he had the line out too against Meza. Yeah, that was that 106 was, yeah. off the bat. Those are major league pitchers. <laughs> All the guys he faced today Yeah, Pearson was pumping level. a hundo up there today too. Right. This is this is what good this is this is not like it's not like he's facing you can't sit here and say, Oh well, you know, you can't get that impressed by Volpe hitting the ball hard. He's not facing anyone who's like major league caliber. We saw this with Dominguez, where it was like I you know, oh Dominguez, yeah, he hit a you know, he may have the hardest hit home run from any like non twenty anyone under twenty one since Juan Soto did it in the World Series in two thousand nineteen. But he hit it off of a double A guy, so who cares? Exit velocity, there's no that exit velocity is exit velocity. Yeah. If you can hit a ball 110 miles an hour for a guy in double A, you probably could do it off a guy at the major league level. We're talking about play discipline, those are different things, but Volpe just looked so good today. So I mean um, yeah Vlad Guerrero's home run off of Matt Bowman's soft toss bullpen session um was 107 off the bat. And all the Blue Jays fans were like going crazy over how like like massive of a shot it was, but then Volpe hits 107 off of an actual major league reliever, 
who's pitched in the past two years, and it's whatever. Come on, come on. Yeah, no. Um, you know, I'm I'm not saying this to say that you should look at spring training stats, like how many your OPS in spring training, and say this no, is you what you're see, supposed to be. It's, it's all about the process more than exactly. the results of spring training. More, I, I think you put it perfectly. More than at any point in the season. How you get to yep. that OPS, how you get to your ERA, what your stuff looks like, what are your exit velocity numbers, all of that stuff, that all matters so much more in spring training than the actual results do. The Yankees can win yep. five games all of spring training if the guy, if the stuff looks good, if the way they lost games was guys from single A and you know non-roster invites coming in and blowing the game, don't care. Not saying I don't care about those guys in general. I, I like seeing them play, but I'm not. it's not reflective on the major league team's talent. You know what Agreed. I mean? Agreed. And another thing, too, is health. As long as these guys stay healthy, that's what you really care about at the end of the day. It, you yeah. know, end of the day, you just care that tomorrow Clark Schmidt wakes up and he's like, my shoulder feels, I feel great today. I feel great. That's what you want. That, that's, that's a win. That matters just as much as Clark Schmidt struck out five guys today, right? Because at the end of the day, it means nothing that Clark Schmidt has a new cutter if I don't have him on opening day. You know what I'm saying? It means nothing to me that, or not that it means nothing, but it, it doesn't mean as much. You know what I mean? It doesn't impact the team as much. It doesn't, you yeah. know, how can you, you know, we've seen it with Glaber, right? 2017 was supposed to come up. He got Tommy John surgery. That That is the reason why he's, he, his, he, he didn't come up in 2017, right? And, you know, that could have helped the Yankees in what was an ALCS that was decided by a Game 7. Anthony Volpe being healthy, playing at this level, showing off his athleticism, it's going to go a long way for this team. Um, and I'm excited to see how he continues to play in spring training. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope to see you guys in the next episode of Fireside Yankees. Make sure to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and, of course, our YouTube page. You can check out Empire Sports Media for all your New York sports content. I know we got a bunch of banger articles coming out every single day. We'll see you guys in the next video. Peace out.